0: the What is going on, folks? It is yours truly, the host of Most Kurt. Today's episode of Underdog Hockey Pod. I'm with my boys, Tyler. What's going on boys, and my main Canucks dog Brad.
1: What's going on, guys? Happy I, to be I, here I, and uh, rip it up, rip, rip one out again.
2: You guys sunburnt or what? I know
0: I am,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. up on you. I'll probably it, get syllabus, I'll probably get sun kiss tomorrow. Uh, we got we got to watch it now,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: First, people I burn too easily.
0: But boys, times are good. I'm a pretty happy camper right now. You know why? Because playoff hockey is about to begin.
1: Summer means playoff hockey. We should be at the end of the second round. Technically. In a normal year. Yeah.
0: But, you know, but de- de- times... Go right ahead. <laughs> okay. That's right. well, lots of interesting let's... matchups here. Um, one yeah. that. I'd like to kick it off with, is uh, Minnesota versus Vegas.
1: Hmm. Uh, well, to give people a little bit of insight into this series, I believe Minnesota, they won the season series, am I correct? Yeah, like handily, I'm pretty sure. Like, yes. And who the fuck would have guessed that at the beginning of the year? I wouldn't have. You no. Know? Yeah. No one would have I, I had them maybe four, five, six, but not like thirty-five wins. They, they like wins.
2: they they didn't just sneak into the playoffs. They got in as a solid number three. Yeah, and they were literally like on the tail of of uh, a Na- not not uh, Colorado, and Vegas for that
0: one-two yeah. spot. So. Maybe Bill Guerin knows more than we thought.
1: Well, we well, talked about a little bit last time. Like a lot of the shit he threw up against the wall that we didn't think made any sense, it stuck. So they proved us wrong. But we'll see if they can repeat uh, next year. But anyways, let's not digress.
2: Other than like, topic. other than Kaprizov and and Fiala, like, yeah, there's no like. I didn't. I watched maybe one Minnesota game this year. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's no exciting star power that jumps out other than that, you know, that one player. But when you look at, I'm just looking at their stats here and nobody was a point per game, but they have so much depth offense.
0: Like well, hmm. what I was going to point out um, a major point between that with this series uh, as a point of interest was how in comparison uh, Vegas is like overall scoring is much higher per player than it is compared to Minnesota. Vegas is, yeah, Vegas like individuals. Vegas speaking, is led by their stars,
2: and these guys don't really have many stars, and they just they kind of work better as a team.
0: Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, what I had said to Brad earlier was that the best chance I figured Minnesota had was to play a bit more defensive, really rely on their depth scoring, and just play super physical.
1: Well, yeah. like I guess I mentioned to Kurt, it's like Minnesota has to have a lot of shit to go their way. Bounces, the goaltending, and more importantly, somebody's got to step the fuck up for Minnesota and have a coming out party. They cannot be relying on Caprizov and Fiala yeah. to just will them through the series or at least make the series go the distance. Like... Polino or Benino or Eric Snick, Jordan Greenway, Victor Rass. Somebody's got to come up with a big goal here or there. Uh, you know, maybe Zach Parise can turn back the clock a little bit. Who's 36? Shit, he's old.
2: They don't have uh, a lot of uh, playoff experience either. I'm just no. looking through their roster here. Like, prize has no. been to a final. Like
1: a Bonino's ben- won a couple cups.
2: Yeah, Benino's won a couple cups. Zuccarello, I believe, went to the finals with the Rangers. But they've got a lot of young bodies mm-hmm. that have either not made it or, at best, like Fiala, I think, played one or two rounds with Nashville before he got dished. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of bodies that just have no experience. And and Vegas, on the other hand, is the exact opposite. They have a lot of experience. They. Every one of their players that's remaining from the original team has made the finals. Uh, P- uh, Petrangelo came in with a cup this year. Uh, Pacioretty's been around the block. He's been to a couple conference finals with Montreal.
0: Yeah. Uh, Vegas really, at the end of the day, has a lot more weapons at their disposal, I would say, in comparison to Vegas. And two um, goalies that you can rely on. Yeah.
1: Excuse me.
0: Excuse me. Oh boy.
2: Oh, I don't have one. I don't have one. Uh oh. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. I'm going on mute. Keep yeah. talking.
1: <laughs> but uh, but it's gonna be the depth of Vegas that I think is just gonna overwhelm Minnesota. Like Vegas just comes at you in waves like the best teams do. And line after line after line, they just come at you with so much pace that it's going to be hard for Minnesota to go toe-to-toe with them, one to four. Yeah. And I just think Minnesota is... had a stronger season. Yeah, I remember, that is one of the weaker divisions. Like, they beat up on Arizona, L.A., San Jose and Anaheim all year long. Mm-hmm. You know, like as we like Vegas and Colorado are two heavyweights, and then after that, you got your middleweights in Minnesota and St. Louis, and then you got your bottom feeders for half of the division. Yeah, so it's yeah, gonna it, boost your numbers a little bit.
0: I don't know what, under normal circumstances how dangerous Minnesota would necessarily be. Um, they've had the kind of the surprise goaltending of. Um, Kakinen and Talbot apparently just having a coming out party, but yeah, I'd say overall, I kind of see you can see the series going out in five in Vegas' favor.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, I, like if the, I know the regular season kind of goes out the window as soon as playoffs roll around, but they really gave him a hard time. Um, no,
1: but we've seen it before. Rare season uh, series are just never, aren't always relatable when the puck gets dropped in the playoff series.
0: Oh, a, a easy example for me is Boston versus Toronto. Boston lost that one year, I think was the They lost the season series to Toronto that season, but they eliminated them from the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, that was like the joke of the series. Like, but we beat them in the regular season. But it went seven yeah. games. But it doesn't matter, but they, they still lost in the end. You, you don't come. You don't get a, a medal for showing up.
1: No, nobody, nobody gets a participation, participation medal. I is.
2: do agree with you that I think Vegas will come out on top, but I don't think it's going to be a four or five game, or I think it's going to go
1: longer than that. All right. At least, so at least six. What's your official uh, predictions?
2: Um... Yeah, I'm going to say Vegas and
0: six,
1: Vegas and five, Vegas and six. I don't, I just, I just, I don't have Minnesota running with the bulls in this one. I think they're a good, regular season team beating up on a weak division. Could get me being carried by this aura of this newfound youthfulness in, this, in the in the in but once push comes to shove, I think the heavyweight will knock him out.
0: Yeah, I can see that. And He'll yeah, maybe- a lot of their stars
2: are like, they have a big team. Minnesota, I'm talking about. Um, yeah. But a lot of their star players, they're, big, they're bigger name players. is not that big. Kaprizov's a little guy. Fiala, I don't think has much size to him. Zuccarello is like the smallest guy in the league other than Kirby. And, yeah. uh, but uh, their depth, a lot of their depth has size. And then Spurgeon's their biggest minute logger on D, other than What's his face? But Spurgeon is also, I think, like five ten, like an undersized defenseman. So, and,
1: I, and on the flip side, what like what is Vegas known for? big and well, heavy.
0: Yeah. Well, I was gonna say too was uh, what's the over under that Revo and uh, Fleen are gonna fight?
1: Over under in the series on two point five.
0: <laughs> yeah, like they, it's gonna under. happen. Probably game one or game two. They're somebody's gonna. They're probably gonna throw down.
1: Yeah, game one. Game one.
0: Yeah, they're gonna yeah, I'll take down. the Enders. I'll say, I'll profit. say once. I'll say once
2: early but, in the series, say, and then it'll it'll yeah. kind of calm down. Game one's always um, absolutely hectic. I love the first playoff game of a series,
1: oh, the first, especially the, the first, first round. The first round is the most fun because it's just hockey around the clock. It's just overload, and then second round, and then it's the third round, and then you kind of get hockey exhausted because your team's probably out of it. You know, but the first round is always
2: the best. Well, like the very first game, the first period of the first game yeah. of the playoffs. The is, they're like, nobody knows where the puck is. Everybody's just trying to take each other's head off. And- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's, everyone's up to kill each other. Like, remember that was it Carolina Rangers that yeah, kicked yeah, off yeah. the bubble last year. And it was just a, a madhouse, like three injuries, two concussions, a yeah, fight. Yeah,
1: yeah. They were just so amped up. They were just, they were just on fucking another level. Yeah, and that, and that was without fans great. in
2: the stands. And there wasn't even playoffs yet. That was just pre-playoff
0: play-in. Yeah,
1: there's, and there's no... It's, it, uh, you know, it's, all, it's just sucky. There's no fans who experience these great matchups. At mm. least in t-
0: well, in some states.
1: You know, but anyways, let's move on. So next, right. we'll move over to the hot President's Trophy winners. Colorado Avalanche taking on the 2019 Stanley Cup champions, or what's left of them, the St. Louis
2: Blues. Yeah. Now, Uh, the standings seem to indicate this should be a lopsided ass-kicking. I don't think that'll be the case.
0: I don't... Look at you, Mr. Optimistic.
2: I think... I I mean, I didn't (laughs) hold out much hope for the Blues this year. And I think losing... Petrangelo in the offseason was a huge loss and also they haven't had Pareko for a big chunk of their season so they've been really...
1: He, he might be done.
2: I think but he's been he playing. He might
1: not be able to play again.
2: Hasn't he come back?
1: And he I, he didn't last very long.
2: Oh, he, didn't, he went out again?
1: Yeah. I okay. don't know if it's exactly the same injury but
2: was how a back many injury. times yeah. have we seen...
1: Yeah, how many times have big men had back injuries and they just can't recover
2: yeah it's difficult
1: or any and he's not that fleet of foot to begin with and if he loses another you know a little bit more mobility he might have real trouble keeping up with the pace uh so i hope i hope he recovers but i doubt he'll be any if he is playing at all i doubt he'll be very effective for st louis
2: yeah Their, their biggest their biggest i would say surprise um He's always been a sneaky good fantasy pick, but David Perron finished the season over a point per game. Did you guys see that? Yeah, Uda, I, I did see, see that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: He's a stud. That's crazy. Probably the first time in his career. Right? He's always been like a really good second liner, but yeah. That's that's crazy. Good for him. He's gotten
1: better with age. That's like a he's 30, 30 goal Sne- pace. Sneaky it dirty it's, dude. Isn't it funny? Yeah, he is sneaky dirty. Uh yeah. his his yeah, he's like the robin to Ryan O'Reilly's Batman. And they play every, you know, every minute of the game together, shorthanded power play five on five. And Perron finished season plus six and O'Reilly was plus 26. How the fuck does that happen?
0: Well, O'Reilly, you don't have to really worry about him. He comes, he comes ready to work every game.
1: Well, so I'm, I'm trying to say, like, how the hell was there a minus 20 difference between the two players? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah.
1: Anyway, Little comment on that, uh, but, they had some, you know, they had some underperforming players this year. Like Braden Shen was kind of meh. Schwartz was meh.
2: They had a like lot John of injury a- problems too. Like Schwartz missed twenty or like fifteen games. Bozak only played thirty games this year. Sammy Blay played thirty six. Tarasenko's been—he like, he had like, a terrible season. He, I mean,
1: he's back to back. Major shoulder surgery on the same shoulder. Yeah, I can't like, imagine he's anywhere close to 100. percent
2: Well, you look at all other their their team stats this year. A lot of their top six forwards, top four defensemen, all missed like a a significant amount of games.
1: I think Barbashev was done for the year. Yeah, Barbashev played
2: so. 38 games this year.
1: You know, Backus only
0: played 28. A player who really was a big factor for them, I remember their cup run. That's kind of forgot was Oscar Sunquist.
2: Yeah, he's. I think he's done for the year. Did he break a foot or
1: something like that? One, of, cool. like one Sunquist or Barbershev was done for the year. I remember hearing that. I
2: think it was Sunquist. It was more of a recent injury, right?
1: But they were both those two, Barbershev and Sunquist. Like, they were great role players, you know. Like, they- so you know, but like, like, what's the theme with all these injuries and the way they play? You think as a coincidence? Like. The Blues play a hard style for years now. And it's got to be a, a con- contributing factor for all these injuries piling up. Like, it just wears on you. They're, years they're, after game after game.
0: They play so hard that it's mandatory for each of the players to have the little uh, skate boots or little guards on their skates.
1: Yeah, they, they got like, they, I just think their bodies are breaking down. I think they got to... The way, they, like, the same would happen the, the, with the Kings. They had, like, when you're playing that heavy style, you're the best, of the best, but it's not sustainable.
0: No, no, you. you we're throwing that many hits a game. Uh, St. Louis was the biggest team left over when they won the cup after they win, a limited, win a, limited Winnipeg. Um, and yeah, they they really beat the Bruins at their own game when they didn't beat them in the finals.
1: That was a good Cup final. That was an awesome
0: Cup final, but. Yeah, awesome. you you wonder how much of a toll it's taken on all of them.
1: Yeah, and that's, that was two years ago now. Everybody's two years older, and it's pretty much the same team, except no Pietrangelo.
0: They
2: replaced him with Krug, who's played equally as much hockey, if not more. Yeah, yeah he's, so he's, been, he's, been, he's
1: been, been along for the ride ever since.
2: Big, then, Bennington's kind of meh. Yeah, he he had a bad he, season. He they didn't be, have any though. backup that you could rely on. Like, who was it, Billy Husso? No. He had kind yeah. of a shit year. So, okay. like, Let's goaltending is a big question mark. Yeah, for the Mother Panem, too. He
1: might be the most overrated goalie in the, in the NHL. Bennington? Yeah, he might be the most overrated.
2: It's possible. I don't think a lot of people in the know actually rate him super high. Not like really. On the, on the goalie scale? Like, he's a starting goalie, sure. Is he top 10? No.
0: Is he top 15? No. no. Top 20? Arguably, he gets a lot of heat but, from the boy community too. You
1: know, he, I I think it's because he's such a little, he's such a cocky little shit, so he just attracts this stuff. You know, but anyways, we're dig- we're digressing again. We're getting off really topic. we're
0: talking about the Blues. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> mo- mostly about blues. the Blues. I mean, Col- Colorado on the other hand, though uh, they got a lot of weapons, they got a lot of scoring wagon. Yeah, I absolute mean,
1: you- wagon. I will watch the Colorado St. Louis series. I am all on the Cardinal bandwagon. I think I, it's it, a
2: yeah. Sorry, keep
1: going. There, I have the win in the cup. I had the win in the cup at the beginning of the year. The only thing that's going to get in their way, well, two things: one, injuries, and two, Vegas in the second round. That's the only <laughs> thing. That, if, if they can get out of the second round, and be somewhat okay. I think you just can't stop them. Yeah,
2: like St. Louis is a big, heavy team. Vegas is a big, heavy team. They're going to have to get yeah, b- through think, both of them just yeah. to get to the
0: semifinals. And... So, some might say they're an avalanche. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha,
2: ha. Ha,
1: ha,
2: So, Rantanen led the way at 66 points, 30 goals in a 52-game season. So, that's you know, probably looking like 45 over a a full season.
1: Rantanen, on the flip side, he might be one of the more underrated players in NHL. Yeah. Like I don't think it's talked about enough. Like he, he's in the same category for me as Marner. Uh, the same, the same, same, same status across the league.
2: Nate Nate Mack put up one less point in four less games, so you know is.
1: Which I, I mean, I think we can all say that Nate Mac was kind of cruising through this series this, this season. Yeah. You know, I think he's just been waiting to get to the fucking playoffs because he you knows he's fucking amped. How competitive he is.
0: Yeah. Totally. Kind of psycho. He he, he <laughs> goes to another level, that guy. Like yeah. he is an absolute animal.
1: I remember him, uh, on spin, on the on the uh spin he like he, like lost the shit when he lost he was losing to golf but they're uh, yeah. against the biz and wit. Like he was, he was like starting to get really fucking like his wires crossed. He's not I, very I good. He
0: <laughs> he's not that great of a golfer apparently, and then he wanted to fight the assistant coach and like you're not fighting the assistant <laughs> yeah. coach over golf.
1: Yeah,
2: and they're one of these teams that have so much depth.
1: Depth in like, every position. Not even like hey, not even depth, but like a quality of depth. Like yeah. they are stacked.
2: Like they just randomly at a college they signed. Uh, uh, was Newhook? Yeah, Newhook. Yeah. Like a week ago, two weeks ago, they signed him, and he was a first-round pick two years ago. And he's already played six games for them. He's got three assists. They just pop pop him in the lineup. You're good to go, kid. Have a point per game already. It's like a 19-year-old, 20-year-old.
1: not fair. And they have more guys coming.
2: Oh, yeah. There's no shortage. Over and over. Byron only played 19 games this year because I think he got COVID, and then he also got injured.
1: And they have fucking Gerard, McCarr, Grind Graves. Ian Cole was there at the beginning of the year. Connor Timmons. They're stacked.
2: Have you ever watched? I saw a video of him yesterday. Samuel Gerrard playing hockey. <laughs> have you? Have you ever like like iso cammed on him mentally? No.
1: I've 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 heard that he's a treat to watch.
2: His stick is so short. Yeah, like he's a I short guy. Way. I think he's listed at five nine, but he his stick probably comes up to like his bottom of his yeah. sternum. Oh, yeah. school. Like like for a defenseman, it's so short. He, he looks like he should be a. a you know, a dangler just
0: towing people out there, but. Well, that's us back in, back in the day to uh, keep your knees bent. They used to cut your stick to your chest. Uh, yeah. so my one friend, he's a really good hockey, really solid little hockey player, especially a defenseman. Um, but he uses the shortest stick you'd ever see, but he just has a cannon of a shot and he picks up speed in a hurry. So when I hear that, I'm like, Oh, I guess his parents taught me old school way. <laughs> keep your knees bent.
2: Um, Crap. Yeah, but they got like like every position. They've got four goalies that have played no, probably more. Four goalies that have one way contracts, I think. But I think they've had five that have played games this year, maybe even six.
1: Grubauer, the probably the most underrated goalie in NHL. Forty games. Yeah. One point nine
0: five
1: goals against average. That's in that's insane to have your goals against average under two playing forty games. I'm not convinced
0: with him for some reason.
1: I know. That's what I'm trying to say. He's like he's underrated, but he doesn't have the pedigree yet. Like everybody's expecting him to get hurt again in the playoffs.
0: But, but it's like I never, I would. He's not someone that comes to mind of having like the the it factor of like, oh man, like watch that guy. He's going to steal the series, right? He he's there. No. this is yeah. This this is like a Chicago Blackhawks in their
2: prime situation. Yeah, they don't need a good goalie. They just need a goalie that doesn't fuck them over.
0: Basically they yep. need anti
2: They need anti yeah. to just come in there and just put up like a nine nine you know nine eleven save. Put up a nine ten save percentage. They just need Corey it. Crawford to come out of the minors and put up a nine ten save percentage. They just need Grubauer to A not get injured and B not let in an exorbitant amount of goals because you know he's not gonna face a lot of shots. No. Yeah. I think he I think out of all the starters that played, you know, over thirty games this year. He had one of the lowest shots per game. Well,
0: actually, remember remember when he, um last season against the, what was it, the Coyotes? He, like, in two periods, he had, like, six shots or something? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Some ridicu- like, something ridiculous like that. It's like, he basically spent the majority of the game watching.
2: That was when they beat them 7-1, two games in a row to end the series?
0: Yeah, like, he, he like, did, he did nothing. Like, he just basically was watching the game from the other side of the ice. Yeah,
1: I think see- even this year, Colorado just fucking mangled the Coyotes.
0: Who, how, I, like, how I would describe Grubauer, the best way I can think of it right now, we're, we're going to put a little throwback name in there. He is Jim Carrey of the former Washington Capitals. Um, he saw very few shots per game. He probably made an average of 23 saves a game, but he still managed to catch himself a Vesna trophy. Yeah. yeah. Is he
1: saying Grubauer is going to win
0: the Vezina? Well, no, but I'm saying like he's overachieving because really, when you look at the stats, he's not really being challenged a lot but he's getting a lot of the success fair. in terms of the wins and the goals against average are going in his favor because he isn't facing a lot of dangerous opportunities. But when he will, when he does, like in the case of Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, as soon as he got to the playoffs, he was just garbage. Fair. 24.8 20,
1: fair,
2: fair. shots per game on average.
0: It's not. <laughs> no, like doesn't, it doesn't happen often. Like it, That's a very unusual stat. So Typically,
2: teams are up close to 30.
1: Like almost yeah, seven shots a shot
0: period, is plus, to, plus and or and minus a shot. Cl- like close to thirty is usually the, no- the norm that I'm accustomed to seeing with most goalies in the league. Yeah,
1: but ten, ten period.
0: Yeah, so it's like, and even then, like they have Jonas Johansson, who apparently, according to Buffalo, which I'm going to kind of dismiss. They're like, oh, how horribly he was. Well, they, he had a complete career turnaround playing in Colorado. Apparently, five, one, and one. There you that's go. So, yeah. So I, I mean, they, they had Michael Hutchison, for God's sakes at one point.
2: Hutchison played Frank who's Devin Dubnik. He came over at the deadline. He's yeah. he's he actually had a kind of he was only three and two, but who knows yeah. what games he
0: played? He could have played against like Vegas.
2: He played some games tougher games.
0: Like I, I do remember that he played some tougher games, some com- rougher competition for him.
2: Hunter Miska, like they've had a lot of goalies. Come in and play a handful of games because uh, Frank Hughes has missed pretty much the whole season. If I I haven't seen correctly. him at all, and Grubauer was hurt for a portion of the regular season, yeah. So that was the whole reason for bringing in Dubnik and Johansson because they're like, like we can't rely on these two guys because <laughs> we have two band
0: aids in that, yeah. Mm. I mean, Dubnik's a, a veteran presence, Johansson, mm, like he's kind of just maybe young blood that they can kind of develop or trade later,
2: yeah. It's um, is, it's literally just like trying to plug holes, just yeah, stop gaps, like stop stop okay. getting injured. Okay, so did you have something to add, Brad?
1: Nope. Let's. Uh, will you guys official official uh, predictions?
2: Who's who's got the better goaltending?
0: Uh. Oh Tornada.
1: man, is it true question?
0: I guess I'm going to say Colorado, I guess, because Bennington hasn't done anything special. Kind of a toss up, yeah. Yeah.
2: Defense? Colorado. Based on healthy rosters, yeah. Colorado. Colorado, I would say Colorado. They're they're deep. They're deep. Excuse me. And then forwards, obviously. Colorado. (laughs) That first line alone blows.
1: That Ryan O'Reilly going head to head with Nathan McKinnon is going to be a fascinating matchup. I'm actually Literally
2: hard so excited for pretty much every playoff series in this first round. Yeah. There's there's so so they, many they,
1: intriguing storylines. Story line. There's yeah, so many storylines. Yeah. Um,
0: um, anyways, I have Colorado and Five. Yeah, I have some
2: five. Uh I just I got to give that St. Louis team a bit more credit, I'm going to say Colorado and Six. Look at two games. Look at two wins. Okay. Wow. Who is this guy?
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that polished off, that center division. did to love with the underdogs on top. To love with the underdogs on top.